division, and away we go from Nashville. Morelli Moore, from about the three-yard line for Pittsburgh, and the end of the round, they bring it up an inside to Antonio Brown. He's got room for Rollins to beat us. Here he goes. listeners this is sports and nerd i'm your boy ro and i am your boy rob (laughs) we are back at it again the boys are back in town oh we got a lot a lot we got a lot a lot a lot to talk about quite a bit oh we got a number of playoff games we have to talk about in that wow 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 card weekend that's why they call it Wild Card mm-hmm. Weekend. Hmm. Yes. Oh, let's get started. Get oh. right into it, huh? Oh, let's talk about the game of the day, probably, of the weekend, that perhaps just everything was just ruined in that game. Let's talk about the Pats-Titans game. Ruined? What did you find ruining about the game? Ah, I mean, just... Just everything, everything. <laughs> just from the upset to so many questions about the dynasty, so many questions about Brady's future. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just talk about the game first. What we saw in the game. Well, what I saw in the game was Derrick Henry doing what Derrick Henry was supposed to do, and he carried the team on his back. Um, shows why he is the new beast mode. Why he is the top running back in the league this year. Um, Not talent-wise, just you mean numbers-wise? Numbers-wise, yes. Okay. Yes, numbers-wise, yes. Um, I enjoyed the game. I I, I didn't have a... I I didn't even think it was an upset, to tell you the truth. I went in the game expecting the Titans to win. Because this has not been the the Patriots of old. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Brady has been off. Mm -hmm. I can't name one receiver past Edelman that he has. And Edelman has the most drops this season than any other receiver. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking at the Patriots as that Patriots of all. It 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 wasn't an upset to me. It, it you know, I was actually thrilled with the with the result. Is this because you're a Dolphins fan? It's because I am a Dolphin fan and I am rooting for Ryan Tannehill and Cameron Wake who's actually on the Titans as well. That's true. So I'm happy for Tannehill. More so that I am happy that the Patriots lost, I'm happy for Tannehill. You know, if that makes any sense. It makes plenty of sense. Right. Okay. My takeaway from the game was the Patriots, the, let me first off, Titans deserve that win. They, their game plan was exceptional. You do not put the ball in Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill hands to win. You let what got you there, you run Derrick Henry. You run him into the ground, and you run him to victory, which they did, which was perfect. And if you need to throw for first downs, you let Ryan Tannehill do that. And I don't think the Patriots were ready for that. I think, but it, their run defense was kind of iffy towards the end of the year, and I think it, it was exposed even more with an elite back like Derrick Henry. And that's how they end up winning. But New England's side, the defense was exceptional. 
you can hold a passing game to less than triple digits. I think Ryan Tannehill threw for like 70-something yards. I mean, if you can hold a, a, a quarterback to that, if you would look at those stats, you would say, oh, that's the other that team won because they held the quarterback to 70-something yards passing. <sighs> but, but it was a defensive game. Up until that last pick six toward the end of the game, the game was, what, 14-13? 13, 13, yes. And New England had that game. They, they could have drove down and, and got it. I mean, and still, at the, end of the, at the end of that game, I mean, New England was backed against their, in their end zone at, like, the one-yard line, but it still was them going 99 yards for the victory. But somehow the ball got tipped, pick six or whatever. So the defense, New England's defense, held them to 14 points, which is an elite championship defense. So that goes to show me the defensive side of the ball was great, so that means the offenses would let New England down these pet the second half of the year. But but with New England's other runs, wasn't it always their defense? They always had a great defense. But that's Belichick's calling card, right. which is which is just that side of the ball, which is defense. So I give him that defense did what they were supposed to do. But mm-hmm. you know, you're not the first person I heard talk about how Ryan Tannehill only had like seventy something yards. I mean, you don't see that. But I'm saying on a winning team. But how many quarterbacks have we seen throw for 400, 300 yards and still lose? So you don't have to throw for that many yards when you got a beast like Derrick Henry. The game plan was simple: pound the ball. They ran the ball with Derrick Henry. They couldn't stop it. Tannehill didn't have to throw. They controlled the clock. If he would have, if he would have thrown for three hundred plus yards, that looked good. And still lost, it wouldn't have matter. So I'd rather have him throw for the seventy whatever yards he had and get the win, because that's all that matters in the end is the win. Okay, you said Julian Edelman had a lot of drops. Julian Edelman was doubled and triple teamed pretty much this whole year. Because they knew there was no one on the other side of him. They drafted Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State. They drafted him in the first round. Thinking that he was going to be that complimentary receiver to Julian Edelman. And that didn't pan out because he had injuries this year. They still haven't found a replacement for Gronk. They brought in this 39-year-old Ben Watson who is a, a shell of himself. Who is completely washed. He has nothing left in the tank. And they just had nothing going. They had nothing going on offense. Their, 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 their passing game was running backs out of the backfield, and they just dink and dunk down the field. And then once teams caught on to that, that got neutralized. They used trick plays a lot, too. Yeah. They had I mean, to. It, was one fun, it was one funny part of that game. Uh, matter of fact, for the first touchdown New England had, Brady yelled out, Julian, Julian, get in your spot. And I'm saying to myself, Julian, get on your spot. Julian, you've been in there like seven, eight, nine years. I've never known you, and you're a smart receiver. I've never known you not to know where to line up at. That was the whole trick, though. Right, right. Because they ended up, when he was running back. Tipped and, a little. Yeah, and they handed him the ball, and he ran in it for the time. So I guess that was a decoy, like you said, trick plays. And when you have to result to trick plays to try to score, that means you're, you're flawed and you're limited. On offense, you see bad teams do that. When they played the Dolphins the last game to get a touchdown, they they, they ran it with a, a linebacker. Trick or They did a yeah. trick play with a linebacker. Yeah. They're yeah. not the, they're not the same. Then they had a, they had a, a what it was a linebacker lining up in a fullback position. Yes. Offense, he played both ways. I'm like, oh god, this is how you know that that team was. Ooh. One thing I did like was the um, the game management. Mm-hmm. The time management that mm-hmm. the um, Titans coach did mm-hmm. with the um, it was a punt, and you know you could take two um, 
false, I mean, two delayed games mm-hmm. without the third one meaning that you lose the down. Right. So what he did was he took one delayed game, the clock keeps moving, he did a false start. Uh-huh. The clocks keep moving. Then he did another delayed delay game. game. Okay. And they showed Belichick on the sideline, pissed off. Yeah. But the funny thing about it, that's what Belichick did to the Jets. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, we're reading out your book and you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, screw the Patriots. I'm happy. Okay. I am happy. Fins up. So what does this spell for Brady's future? Well, Brady technically is a free agent, right? Technically, Technically is a free agent. Do I think he's going to leave the Patriots? No. I don't think he's leaving the Patriots. I I think he's still staying. Yeah, 20 years with a team, you know, he he has it his way. You know, he practices by himself in his own little bubble. You know, he's Tom Brady. Um, Now, a case could be made for um, Peyton Manning Mm -hmm. when he left. Colts. Right. And he got to choose and he went to Denver Broncos and bought a ring again. But he was younger than Tom Brady is now. I'm not talking about the age. I'm talking about the status. That this was Peyton Manning's team. Peyton Manning was a Colt. You know. Mm -hmm. But then also too that worked out positive. So it could work out positive for Brady to go somewhere else. But look at um, Joe Montana. When he left the 49ers and went to Kansas City Chiefs, and it's mm-hmm. like that was a big decline. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you just stay where you are, Tom Brady, and retire a Patriot, or what do you do? If he does leave, the only place I see him really going to play, and it might sound weird, is I really see him going to play um, LA Chargers. Well, I hear a lot of people linking him to the Chargers. I'm like, so why would you move on from Phillip Rivers, who's about four or five years younger than Tom Brady, to go get a 42 year old quarterback? Because one, Brady's better than Rivers. We all know that. Rivers, come on. Rivers hasn't been good in the past, like, two, three years, okay? Also, L.A. You watch those L.A. games on TV, it's always other fans there. There are no Charger fans in those stands. So here it is. You want to sell tickets, you bring in Tom Brady. He will sell tickets for Chargers fans to come. You know, I can see those Charger jerseys with Tom Brady on the back all over those stadiums. So I, I see That's the only place I see him going out of the Chargers. And it's L.A. It's a bigger market. It's more money. Yeah, come on. It's L.A. I see him. I'm, I'm about 55, 45. Okay. Him leaving and staying. Belichick knows he needs to move on. Belichick knows this. He wants to. And I think he sees the way the NFL is going, like we talked about on previous shows, about the mobile quarterback. Mobile quarterback, yes. And he sees this, and he doesn't want to get left behind with this statue in the pocket. And for him to move on, meaning he's probably going to have to draft another quarterback to replace Tom Brady, I don't know if he wants to wait for that, or he might bring back Tom Brady, because they typically sign him to what? Two-year deal, like two maybe. Yeah, two-year yeah, deal. Two so that means you would draft his replacement in this upcoming draft. Right. So I can see that happening. So I, 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 I see Tom Brady coming back, but I see them also drafting his replacement in this draft too. But didn't Belichick want to move on and go with Garoppolo before? He, and that's why Garoppolo did. got sent off to absolutely the 49ers? Did, but it was some friction going on. Yeah. Tom Brady's like, uh-uh. Yeah, because no. he actually saw yeah. a younger, better-looking guy yes. playing quarterback who Belichick was fond of. So so does that mean the dynasty is over? Dynasty's been over. Dynasty's, dynasty's been, over. been over. When Gronk chose to retire, But the they just won the Super Bowl over. last year, so how can you say the dynasty's over? Because the Rams choked. That's why they won the Super Bowl last year. But the dynasty's over. It's done. 
they had a good run. Everybody does. I mean, every dynasty has their good run. It's time to move on. It's over with. We're all happy. We're all ready for it. Over. Done. Time to page. It's time to talking about them, really. They're out of the playoffs. Why are we still talking about them? I don't, I don't think the dynasty's over. As long as Belichick is still there, I've seen a lot of pieces move and go. Coaches move, players move. But as long as Belichick is still there, that dynasty is still, still mm. up and running. Nah, I disagree. So what chances do you see the Titans having against the Ravens? I think it's, I think it's a chance. Look, I'm one of those people that's optimistic. I believe in any given Sunday, right? Or Saturday. Um, do I think they're going to beat the Ravens? No. So, what no. are you talking about any given? Can I, can I speak? Okay, can I speak? Ahead. Thank go, you. Go ahead. But, like, well, I, you're wasting your breath. I'm not wasting my breath. <laughs> like, they weren't supposed to beat the I told Patriots. You, but they did. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Listen, anything can happen. Do I think they're going to? No. But is there a chance that they would? Yes, there's a, there's a huge chance that they could. If they shut down Lamar Jackson, Mr. MVP himself. That ain't happening. If they shut down Lamar Jackson and somehow... Derrick Henry has a great game again where the Ravens defense can't stop him. I see an exciting game, and I see the Titans can probably win. But do I really, when I put my bottom dollar on the Titans beating the Ravens? No, I won't. But what, what would I prefer? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. would prefer the Titans to win. And then what, whatever. I would prefer the Titans to win, absolutely, sir. Let's, Titans up. Whatever. Let's Titans talk, let's, up, sir. Oh, let's talk about this god-awful Houston-Buffalo game. <sighs> that game was terrible to watch. I think that's why they put it on first. Oh my god, they were bad to watch. Did it went into overtime? Oh, I'm looking at this Buffalo. I'm like, okay, Buffalo. It was up what a uh, what a thirteen or sixteen zip and half before half. the half. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm like, okay, Buffalo. And I'm looking. I'm like, Buffalo. Y'all better be scoring touchdowns and not field, field goals. goals. Yes. Because you got Deshaun Watson and D Hop on that other side. Then people are going to go down the field and score on y'all. And I'm looking at Josh Allen. I'm like, now that Buffalo defense is elite. I feel like that's a championship defense because they have an all-pro corner. And he's great. He shut down his side because he shut down B-Hawk. Tredavion White, he shut down B-Hawk. And Jordan Phillips looking good, too, on that yes. defensive line. That little bowling ball, he looked good over there, too. Yes. Because he played for who? Buffalo. No, no, no. Who did he Play for. Are we talking about previously? Yes. Why are we bringing up the past? I'm just because I want you to say it. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Okay, thank you. Another yes. guy you people ruined. No, Adam Gase ruined him, and that's why he's a jet coach and he's going to get fired. But let's not talk about but it. But anyway, yes. Did you see that terrible play Josh Allen tried to do when he tried to lateral the ball back to the tight end and he fumbled and I, it was just, I think that was out of nerves. You know what I mean? I he didn't he, want to take the he didn't want to take the down. Remember he was getting yes, tackled, yes. so he like tried to. Throw. I think he tried to make a play. Yeah, he's, he, he's trying to make plays. I understand. He's nervous. Twenty three, first time, big game. He was nervous. He was nervous. Oh, and I find it weird. I'm defending the damn Buffalo Bills as a Dolphin, Dolphin fan. I have nothing against Buffalo. Never. This is the Jets. I can't stand. Of course, the Patriots mm-hmm. in my in our division. Mm-hmm. But with that game, um, I I like Deshaun Watson. So I'm pulling for the text because I really like Watson. Mm-hmm. But I do not like JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the reason why I take nothing from his talent, he's look, the man's a beast. He's he's an amazing player. But you're quote unquote hurt the entire season, but playoff, oh I'm able to go. Because he had time to heal. I'm able to go. He had nah, time to heal. Nah, he did not want to play. He got that contract. He wanted to sit out. Oh, wow. He's JJ Watt. I'm gonna play the playoffs because my team all of a sudden needs me now, so I'm gonna come in. Like 
Nothing against him as a talent. I just don't. I think it's an ego thing. I don't care. He could sell at the yard, up the river. I don't believe it. All right? Buffalo has a finite amount of time in this window in order to compete. And if Josh Allen doesn't improve, they're going to continue to be like this. But he Allen's had, not he bad. Has, he, I didn't say he was bad. I said yeah. he needs to improve. His accuracy is subpar. I don't know if it's a combination of lack of receivers that they have or it's just him. Because when I see Josh Allen, <laughs> I kind of want to be like Lamar Jackson. He want to be running around back there. Well, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a scrambling quarterback. He's a mobile quarterback. Yes, he is. But when I look at him, I don't see mobile quarterback. Do we compare everybody to Lamar now? Come on. I mean, he's the MVP. Last year, it was the, the, the Pat Mahomes. The Mahomes era. So, I mean, hey. What about this Vikes Saints game? Simple for me, and I'm just gonna simply put it out there. I'm happy the Vikings won. The Vikings are my favorite NFC team. Really? Yes. Since okay. since I would say about 2000, when they had Randy Moss, no, mm-hmm. I was a huge Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. Always been happy for the Vikings again. Um, do not like the Saints. I like Drew Brees. I like. Um, Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. I like Kamara, I'm, but as long as they have Peyton as their coach, I cannot support the Saints. They had a bounty on Brett Favre. I bring it back to that. Brett Favre was a Viking. Me being a Viking fan, I feel like this is just due. End of it. Congratulations, Minnesota Vikings. Saints, get out of here. Only thing I have to say about this game, it was tight, 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 tight. And what I don't like, I don't like about the Saints, soon as... Uh, uh, a result doesn't go in their favor. They cry about calls. They all yeah. They want to say that the Rudolph, the game-winning touchdown catch. They want to say it was pass interference. They want to say it was offensive pass interference on Rudolph because they say they he say pushed, he pushed off. off. Look, the defender had his hands on him too. The whole play. I'm looking at this play. Yes, sir. That's why the refs let that go. Rudolph is what six three six four, and the corner might have been five nine five ten. Right. You know what? Naturally, Rudolph is going to go get that. Yeah. Even if he did create a little space, throw a little chicken wing, a little arm at him or whatever. Hey, go get Hey, You got you to gotta play better than that. Play better. Turn your head around and find out where the ball is. How about that? Because you, you had your back to the ball and you're facing, you're facing Rudolph. How you know where the ball is? Rudolph can see what's going on. How you going to blame Rudolph for that? But then again, too, if he don't get his head around, isn't that defensive pass interference? Exactly, so, and I on. think that's why they let that they play let go. Because the rule is you're supposed to turn around and look that's to see right. where the ball is. If not, you could have called, and then you would have been mad with that. You probably Touchdown. should. You probably should have did pass interference because then they would have had the ball at yeah. the one, and you probably would have had another chance. Minnesota one. That's all that matters. Nah, Skull Vikings, Seahawks, Eagles. It was a lot of clamoring in that game because the only puncher's chance that they had. The Eagles had in that game was Carson Wentz actually being having an, an elite, outstanding Hall of Fame game because the lack of talent he has around him. That's right. He has no receivers. They all hurt. Yeah, everybody's so hurt. That was the only way. And then once he went out concussed, it was over. And I, I just, I didn't even want to watch any more of that game. And it, it ended up being an ugly game anyway. It was a bad game. I was, was, bad I, was game. I didn't want to see it. Once I saw him get hurt, I was like, "That's it." It, it was hurt. a foregone conclusion. I didn't. 
have any faith. And Josh McCown coming in there doing oh, isn't anything. Isn't he like a he's forty high years school old? Coach yeah, I, I don't have any faith in him yeah. coming in there doing anything. That's why I was like, hey, I'm done with this. I right, whatever. But about that, when I was talking to an Eagles fan before the game, and I told him, I find it funny, and this is so weird. Right before that game, maybe I jinxed him, but I said I find it funny that Wentz always gets hurt before the big game. At games. the most inopportune time, Playoffs, he always gets he's hurt. He's always hurt. That's why they had Nick, Nick Foles. Foles yeah. He's always yeah. hurt. Yeah. And what happens again? He gets hurt again. So it, it, I saw it coming a mile away. Hate to say it, am I psychic? No, but. The guy, the guy, always hurt when it comes down to playoff Super Bowl. He's, he's. I don't know what it is about him. He's, he's fragile. The only thing I can say was I, I look back at the play when Wentz got hurt. It was Jadavian Clowney. He yes. hit him. It looked kind of dirty. It, I think it was dirty. But in that moment, you just you're tackling. You don't right. because his momentum can maybe carry him for an extra yard. So I guess you want to stop his momentum. But if he's already being tackled by another teammate, I don't think Let it go. you lean. Yeah. You, you you know you, you don't need you force that. your head, and then you make your assistance isn't needed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, that's the only thing I could. That yes, it was borderline dirty. Might have been over the edge. I, I say okay, it might have been dirty, but I mean I've seen worse. So I'm just used to Wentz always being hurt. Yeah. So <laughs> good luck to the winners. I, I hope you put up a valiant effort against. The four teams that had buys, so good luck to you. Good luck. Let's go Titans and let's go Vikings. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay. Let's talk about my team. My Dallas Cowboys. We fired Jason Garrett. We moved on from Jason Garrett. The Jason Garrett era is over. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of numb on the situation. Are you really? Yeah, I am. I I never was down on Jason Garrett, but I never was high on him either. So it was nothing for me to see him go. I never was so enraged that he needed to go immediately when we, because I mean, I felt like we were a flawed team anyway. But by us hiring Mike McCarthy, I felt like I felt like we just hired another Jason Garrett. I felt like. Mike McCarthy brings nothing innovative to the table offensively. People might say his record is this compared to other people, but when you have an all-time great quarterback who leads the team, whatever play you draw up in the dirt is going to probably be successful. The reason he is out and as a Packers head coach is because Aaron Rodgers was tired of him. He, Aaron Rodgers realized he could not bring anything innovative to the table, being Mike McCarthy, right. as far as plays. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers looking like, like, dude, I'm tired of running these same vanilla offensive plays you keep sending out here to me. And you want me to do these things even though I can make people look good. I can make this offense work. But you need to come better than this. And that's why I don't, I'm, I'm not, I just feel like we just, it's just a lateral move with us. We didn't we didn't go higher or we didn't go lower. It's just lateral. Just plateau. Yeah, it's just the same cool. thing. I, listen, I I don't know enough about Mike McCarthy. All I know about him is yeah, his years with the Packers and the Super Bowl that he brought with mm-hmm. um, Aaron Rodgers. And yes, it's easy when you have an Aaron Rodgers. I mm-hmm. mean, Aaron Rodgers is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um. Do I see him bringing something to the Dallas Cowboys? No, I don't. And I feel like 
Jason Garrett being gone, it was time. For you to have Zeke, Cooper, and Prescott, and still can't, hit me out, still can't make the playoffs, that's a problem. So, whatever it was for Jason Garrett, I don't care enough about the Cowboys. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm tired of the Cowboys. I don't, they're like the Patriots to me. You know, they brand them America's team, and I don't get why. I don't care about them. I don't care about Jason Garrett. I don't care about Mike McCarthy. I don't. But at the end of the day, hey, it, it, this is Jerry's world. Jerry's got to do what Jerry's got to do, and you Cowboy fans just have to eat it, all right? Whether you like it or not, whether you get better or you get worse, it doesn't matter. It looks like Mike McCarthy is eating enough for everybody. Wow. Now he's taking shots at the guy. Wow. <laughs> Poor Mike. Ah, okay. It was a big announcement this past Monday. What might that have been? One of my favorite college quarterbacks to come out in the past few years, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. He's made his draft decision. He did. He decided that he's going to forego his senior season and he's going to enter the NFL draft. Yes. What do you think about that decision? How do you feel about that decision? I think the brother's looking to make money. It was a decision based on money. I mean, he know he's going to be a top five, guaranteed top ten pick. So, what's the worst that can happen with him going to the NFL? He's going to make money. He's first rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you want? What, landing spots for him? Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, obviously. You know, your team has the fifth right. pick. So, obviously, the, the, the top spot for him is the Miami Dolphins, right? But do I see them getting I don't know because I'm going to tell you why. The number three spot is really tricky for me, which is the Detroit Lions. Detroit doesn't need a quarterback, right? So Detroit can trade out of that spot for other people that might need one, like L.A. Let's say L.A. doesn't get break. L.A. needs a quarterback. L.A. trades to that third, take two. How do I feel about that as a Dolphin? Let him have him. He goes on to have a Hall of Fame career. Let him have him. Let him have him. Let him have him. I don't want the Dolphins to trade out that fifth spot. Keep that fifth spot. Don't reach for Tua. If he falls fifth, Take him. Rest him the first year. You and I both agree on that. Rest him the first year behind Fitzpatrick. Let him play. But if the Dolphins don't get him, let's say L.A. trades up to that third spot, get him. Miami, there's still Justin Herbert left. You know what I mean? Get Justin Herbert at five. It's not a reach. I just don't want them reach. I don't want them to trade out of that fifth spot for Tua. Like the whole tanking for Tua thing, that's garbage. Put that in the back. It didn't happen. We're done with it. But I don't want them reaching for Tua is what I'm saying. If they get him at five, I'm happy with them getting him at five. But to reach for him and try to trade and all this stuff, nah. No, thank you. How I feel about his decision? I feel that this was the best decision that he could have made. Yes. Because I don't want to see him come back to college, play for free, and then, God forbid, get hurt again. And lose out. And because then he just, after that, would just be labeled as just injury prone. Injury prone. Injury prone. Because right now, he's teetering on that on that right now because he has two ankle surgeries and now he has this dislocated hip injury too. So, I'm glad he decided to come out. I know he probably would have been the number one or number two pick in the draft. So, he'd probably be losing about maybe 15 some odd million dollars or whatever by him being a high pick, one or two or whatever. But I don't think he's going to fall that far. I think he'll make that up maybe with endorsements and, and of other, course, and of other things. So 
it was probably the best decision for him to come back for him and his family. I mean, you are the lottery ticket for your family. You don't want to. You don't want to ruin that. Want to ruin that? So go ahead, make your money. You, if you're going to sit out this year, I'd rather you sit out and heal while you're making money rather than sit out and heal for free in college. Even though I know Alabama medical staff is one of the best in the nations, hell, they even have some better better medical staffs than some NFL teams. Mm. But I would rather you get paid. I would rather you get paid if you're going to do that. So that's my take on that. It's time for fun facts. Fun facts. Facts that are fun. What you got for us, bro? Okay, number one. The most shoplifted book of all time is the Bible. The Bible. You guessed it. Is it really? Yes. I was thinking that. Yes. Look at you. No, because you know I thought that because I'm, it's the highest selling book of all time. There so it's you like, go. Why it be Look at that. Wow. Yes. Wow. See, oh, someone's been studying fun facts. I have not studied. I just I honestly okay. stopped. Okay. Okay. Right, come on. Number two. Yes. You ever eat the candy Eminem? I think we all have. What does Eminem stand for? Fun fact. What does M and M stand for? Yes. More and more. No. Even though you would like to eat more and more, it stands for Mars and Murray. The Mars company? being the company, the company. Mars Company, yes. and Murray being the the name of the founders of the Hershey Company. I guess they partnered together and ah. they they have the candy M and M, Mars and Murray. Ah. 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 And fun fact number three for us nerds out here. <laughs> wait, wait, because that's not nerdy what you just said. <laughs> and fun fact number three. Yes, sir. We've all seen the MCU over this past decade, right? The, the MCU. Oh, the MCU. The yes. MCU over this past decade. Yes, yes. I have two names who were in line for certain characters. Now, I want you to picture them and imagine them in these characters. These people is who Disney wanted and the Marvel uh, Studios wanted. Well, that's a whole list of those people. But I have two distinct names. Okay. So, the role of Iron Man, Mm -hmm. the role of Iron Man, I know this one, was supposedly they wanted Tom Tom Cruise Cruise to play Iron Man. Yes, sir. Yes, I do that. Can anyone imagine Tom Cruise as Iron Man? I could. You can imagine Tom Tom Cruise can do anything. ah, He probably can, but after seeing Robert Downey, Robert Downey killed it, but it's Tom Cruise, man. This man is still doing his own stunts. Come on, it's Tom Cruise. And Captain America. Okay. That role for Captain America, they envisioned... John Krasinski. Yes. From The and, Office. And everybody knows John Krasinski being Jim from The Office. You Did guessed you it. know his wife was supposed to be the first um, Black Widow? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt yes. was supposed to be Black Widow. But I she guess. couldn't take it yes. because she was obligated to do another role at oh, that time. Someone's been studying these facts were These facts were fun. I've yes. been impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to Fun Facts. Fun Facts. <laughs> In the last, Good, the last segment we're going to talk about is something that I've been thinking about, and I felt like 
I might be the weird one or I might not be. I want to know if I'm in a minority or I'm in a majority. So I call this little segment we're going to talk about. It's going to be called uh, quirky confessions or quirky things. Any of secrecies that we perhaps might have. So I'm going to go ahead and confess two of mine. Two? Yeah. Yeah. My first one is, let me know if I'm weird, but I feel that this is very efficient, what I do, and it's very, you know, it, it, it cuts down on the time. Let me know if I'm crazy or okay. if I'm weird. I will. I brush my teeth in the shower while I'm taking a shower. I brush my teeth in the bathtub while I'm taking a shower. That's not weird. That's not weird? I think we've all done that oh, okay. running late. Oh, thank yeah. God. No, I think oh, we've, we've, God. we've all done that running late. Yeah. Okay. So oh, that's not Lord. a thing. I mean, how often do you like do it every day? All the time. Yeah, you're weird. Every time. <laughs> yeah, you're weird. Every time. That is my routine. Yeah, that's I that's, do not, very rarely do I, you know, brush my teeth, like, in the sink, like, because I'm, I'm taking a shower. It's like, I might as well just do it there. So, you're getting shampoo just all over your hey, toothbrush, and you're I, just, you're just, <laughs> no, I have just things separated in there. No, but when you hey. have your shampoo, you brush, you're just covered in this, okay, yeah. I mean, we've done it, but, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's weird to do it all the time. All the time. Mm. All the time. Okay. And my number two quirky confession is... I'm a big fan of O.J. Simpson. The, the player? Yes, and the person. <laughs> I have a fondness for O.J. Simpson. It's just, this guy is just delightful. Um, the player. Orenthal James Simpson. The, the, and some people might want to label him the killer. The, yeah. But I don't feel he did that. Now, the, the guy from the Orbit commercials. Yes. The, 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 the hurt, guy, running through her. Hurts. Oh, yeah. The, yes. The, um, yes. Oh, now. Um, wow. <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah. That should have been a fun fact. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. I look at all his videos. He great. He gives great analysis on football. Wow. I took a lot of advice from him on fantasy football. And every time I listen to this man talk, there's no way he could have committed those crimes that they say he did. Subjective. He, That's subjective. He, he didn't. Because when I look at him, I don't see. So I write a book called "If I Did It, This Is How I Would Have Done." Look, whatever these are things that I want. Just, just had a question. Just, just a simple question. You know. Yes. Okay. You're judging. See, I, I'm not I judging. I'm asking a question. I'm, I'm not judging. Okay. Wow. And a bonus quirky confession is: Are you familiar with the Bath and Body Works candles? I'm familiar with candles, yes. I am obsessed with the Bath and Body Works candles. I have a plethora of Bath and Body Works candles at my disposal. Right. Different scents. Uh, the saltwater taffy, the mahogany teak wood, uh, the black cherry merlot. It's I just have a slew of them that I... Well, no, I have candles too. I love candles, but I don't have Bath and Body Works because I don't have Bath and Body Works money. Like they're very <laughs> expensive for a candle. A candle should it cost me twelve dollars. Hey, but that's when you go on Candle Day. Oh, I did. Okay, I you see. You have what to go saying. on Candle Day and, and and rack up on them, and I then see you don't have saying. to worry about paying twenty four fifty for a candle. Right. Well, I guess I'll give you my. I don't listen. I don't have three or four like you do. 
um, I'm not following some murderer. You're not gonna hear me say, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, you know, um, I don't know Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Well, I actually am intrigued by his story mm-hmm. because he seems so normal. Mm-hmm. But I'm not following him on Twitter. He's dead now. Anyway, um, I guess my first one would be, um, I am a the way you are. I can I am a enthusiast on hats. 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 Like hats. If like you, things you wear on your head. Right. And anytime you see me where I'm not at work, I always have on a hat. And you used to have picked on me before about it, saying I look like a R&B a, singer. A struggling, <laughs> a struggling neo-soul R&B singer. Yes. Yes. I am a, I am a hat enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Like, I am crazy about hats. I mean, oh. I've seen, I've seen hat. I, I mean, I don't think that's, that's no, 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 no. Meaning. Anytime you see me, I have to have on a hat. You will never see me with my, my just my my head. Mm-hmm. I have to have a hat. It has to happen. Car hats, house hats, all over hats. Parents' house, anybody's. House, I leave hats. So if I go, there's a hat there. I'm just crazy about hats. Okay. Wow. Here's the judgment. Okay. I, judgment. I know to get you for your birthday. Okay. And I would. Le- I would legit wear. I am a hat guy. I love hats. Um, another thing about me that I guess is, I don't know if it's quirky or whatever, um, is I, I make my own bread. What? Yes. They sell bread. They do. But I make my, my own breads. I don't. You make your own butter too? I do not make my own butter. But I do not, you won't, you find it hard pressed me to to buy store-bought bread mm-hmm. because a couple years ago I gave up eating white breads mm-hmm. I went to potato breads and stuff but now I make my own bread like legit knead it make it oh my god you're so put bougie put it in a loaf pan bougie it's not bougie I make my own bread it's like you ever came to my house I will give you slices of my bread <laughs> slices of your bread my bread <laughs> like, so I make my own bread so I don't think that's a bad thing okay um Another one I wanted to throw out there because you're about the candle things and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I like candles too, but it's so funny. People have to pick my candles out for me because I lost my sense of smell. So when picking up a candle, I don't know what they smell like. So others have to sniff the candle and tell me if they like it, and then I buy them. Oh, yeah, I don't because oh. I don't have a sense okay. of smell. Okay, you know it, <laughs> this. What did you call this quirky confessions? Yes, I think you should have called this judgment zone because I'm being judged. Yeah, I'm being judged here, and I'm not really liking the judgment. But no, that's that's. I guess that's my three. But yeah, yeah, okay, that was. But I'm gonna give you a slice of my bread. (laughs) No, thank you. That was the episode. Bye. I don't want your damn bread, okay?